Welcome to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Lyon, and I want to thank you for joining me as we explore the world of small grains production and research at Washington State University. In each episode, I speak with researchers from WSU and the USDA ARS to provide you with insights into the latest research on wheat and barley production. If you enjoy the WSU Wheat Beat podcast, do us a favor and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. And leave us a review while you're there so others can find the show too. My guest today is Dr. Robert Brueggemann. Bob is a career barley researcher, which started as an undergraduate at WSU in 1997. He continued working in barley research at WSU while earning an MS in crop science in 2004 and PhD in 2009. He then moved to North Dakota State University as the barley pathologist geneticist, where he spent 10 years. His focus was utilizing genetics and genomics technologies for breeding applications. This experience allowed him to come home to WSU as he is now the new WSU Barley Breeder and the Robert A. Nyland Endowed Chair in Barley Research and Education. Hello, Bob. Hello, Drew. So, from Washington to North Dakota and back again, what appealed to you about this position at at Washington State University? Uh, Well, Drew, I'd have to say it'd be an understatement to say since I left WSU, it's been a dream to come back and be able to work in the barley industry and work towards developing better barley varieties at Washington State. Um, So, you know, as we seen the barley acreage dropping in the state and other places in the U.S., it was starting to begin to be a concern that they wouldn't open up a position here. So I wasn't sure if I was going to continue and be able to come back to WSU or finish out my uh, career at North Dakota. Okay. So w, this is always something you had your eye on, this position at Washington State? Uh, absolutely. Okay. Okay. So talk about it a little bit about barley. Why Why barley? The, the acres are going down. Of course, if you're a beer drinker, you, you'd like to see them go up. But in general, it's not... Uh, not an increasing acreage. What? Why? Why have you been working in barley, and what excites you about continuing your work in barley here in Washington? Well, I've been working in barley for 22 years, so I'm pretty passionate about the crop. And obviously, like you said, I do enjoy the fruits of my labor. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, barley is a great crop to work with. Um, in the research side of things, it's a model crop for other cereals like wheat and we have great genetic tools so i've been very fortunate to be able to work on the basic research side of things for you know 22 years and as i get older it's kind of my passion to be able to start translating all the things we've done in gene discovery genomics and genetics to the field in the you know the development of better varieties um, on the craft malting side craft distilling the food varieties, it's a great opportunity for us to, you know, begin to develop those types of barley varieties so that we can have a better, you know, end use in the state and hopefully get those acreages up. Okay. There are multiple uses for barley. Like a lot of it's feed, but there's also the human food that's got some nutritional benefits there and some work could be done there. And then the barley uh, for the beer, for the malting process. So you're going to be working on all those different areas? And if so, where are you going to focus? 
Well, as we move forward, um, the focus of my program will be on the malting side of things as well as the food barley. Okay. We'll continue to work, you know, on the feed and bringing up yield for the feed. But, I mean, as far as the feed barley goes, we've been seeing those acreages go down. So I think that the big opportunity is going to be in these very craft type of barleys where we're starting to look at malting profiles, taste profiles for the craft distillery as well as for the craft beer industry. And then with the nutritional value of barley, we already know that it's a very nice grain with high nutritional value, high beta-glucan, things that have very good health benefits, nutritional value. But there's a lot of opportunity for us to enhance that. I'm looking into barley germplasm across the world and finding genes and characteristics that will allow us to enhance these nutritional values. Okay. So started here in 1997. You've kind of worked with barley for quite a period of time. How's that prepared you? What skills are you bringing to uh, and experiences are you bringing to WSU? Well, like I said, I've done a lot of work on the basic research side and gene discovery, genomics and genetics. And so it was through the tools that we developed, and I had the opportunity to leave here and go work at NDSU for 10 years as the barley pathologist, molecular geneticist, where I was able to start up a program and develop a really nice program there, research program that allowed me to um, secure funding through like the National Science Foundation and through the USDA, US. Um, DA NEFA program, which is really nice because because of the model system barley and the work that we can do with it, it allows us to really leverage um, the funding that we get through, say, for example, the grain commissions Mm -hmm. and be able to move things forward more rapidly as far as utilizing these new technologies to apply to breeding. Okay. So bringing some of that real basic science to more of the applied role of releasing varieties that growers can grow and get benefit from. Absolutely. Okay. So five years from now, 10 years from now, what are we going to see? What What do you hope you'll uh, bring as far as new varieties, what kinds of traits or um, how, do, how do you see bringing value to the barley industry, I guess, through your breeding efforts? Well, I would definitely like to be able to see new releases coming out that are directed towards the craft malting industry. And so for that, it doesn't have the same specs that we look at for the adjunct malt. For example, the American Malting Barley Association has pretty specific specs to be able to get a variety accepted. Okay. So for the craft malting industry, you might see a lot of little niche uh, varieties that may not gain a lot of acres, but there'll be a lots of different types of things to fill. Because I could see different craft malters wanting different characteristics to set their their beer or their malt ap- apart from somebody else. Yeah, and that's one of the things that makes it so that you don't have a really distinct target. Okay. So with the AMBA specs, you know exactly what they want. Okay. But when you start talking about taste profiles, like you know all of us enjoy a different type of beverage. Mm-hmm. And so it makes it a little more difficult for us to be able to have a target so that we're specifically looking for a certain taste profile. 
So with that being said, we need to start looking at is there certain varieties, heritage varieties or varieties that are available, elite barley varieties that have a specific characteristic that the craft malt industry is really looking for. That way, once we have that target, then we can start going after those taste profiles. But then it also allows us to be able to hold those in place and then start adding on the agronomic characteristics like yield and important things to the producers. Okay, I know uh, as a weed scientist, one of the things I really like about barley is it's a very competitive crop with weeds. And you can usually plant it just a little bit later than you can a spring wheat and still not hurt your yield if you delay spring seeding of spring wheat too much, you really get hammered on yield, whereas barley seems to be a little more resilient to some of those things. So it's a, it's a crop I, from a cropping system standpoint, I like to see. So I wish you good success in, in getting those barley uh, acres up by bringing good malting varieties that people can use. If people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, the best way to get in touch with me is just directly call me on my cell phone or email me. Okay. And your email address is? Uh, Bob Brueggemann at WSU.edu. And how do you spell Brueggemann? B-R-U-E-G-G-E-M-A-N. All right. And we'll make sure we get that in our show notes as well as your, if you're willing to put your cell phone number on there, we'll put your cell phone number so people can give you a call. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you, Drew. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for joining us and listening to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. If you have questions or topics you'd like to hear on future episodes, please email me at drew.lyon, that's L-Y-O-N, at wsu.edu. You can find us online at smallgrains.wsu.edu and on Facebook and Twitter at WSU Small Grains. The WSU Wheat Beat Podcast is a production of Connors Communications and the College of Agricultural, Human, and Natural Resource Sciences at Washington State University. I'm Drew Lyon. We'll see you next time.